Hello and welcome to Ecom Tips Publication Podcast, free forever for everyone. Enjoy this podcast and look for more daily on all types of topics. Marijuana's scientific name is Cannabis sativa. Tips. Pot leaves, seeds, stems and or roots are consumed by marijuana users for the purpose of feeling intoxicated. THC, or tetrahydrocannabinol, is one of the hundreds of compounds within marijuana that has major intoxicating effects. When you smoke a joint, the THC goes into your lungs, then into your heart which pumps it into your bloodstream which then takes it directly to your brain. When you smoke marijuana, it only takes a few minutes for the THC to get to your brain, whereas if you eat it, it would take a little longer because it has to pass through your digestive system first. Once it's in your brain, the THC activates what are called receptors, and gives you the feeling of being high. In short, marijuana changes the physical and chemical balance in your brain and this is what people refer to as a high. Marijuana that is consumed for medical purposes, like for patients with nausea or poor appetite associated with AIDS or cancer treatment, is legal in a few states of the United States. Possession of marijuana, regardless of its purpose, is illegal in most jurisdictions. Learn about your state's laws. Marijuana is the most commonly abused illegal substance worldwide. While the number of people who use marijuana at any one time does not seem to have recently increased, the number of people who have a marijuana-related disorder has risen significantly. This is more or less true depending on age and ethnic group. Medical marijuana, also called marijuanol, dronabinol, is a synthetic form of marijuana. There are many ways of referring to marijuana itself, as well as for how it is smoked. The history of marijuana goes back for thousands of years. It was only made illegal in many countries during the 20th century. The use of medical marijuana is currently legal in 20 U.S. states and the District of Columbia. In those jurisdictions, people for whom medical marijuana has been specifically recommended by a physician must carry a medical marijuana card that indicates their use of the substance for a clear medical purpose. Attempts to completely legalize the use of marijuana, whether for medicinal purposes or not, remain strongly contested in most jurisdictions. There are a variety of marijuana types, also called strains. Numerous research studies show that marijuana is indeed an addictive substance. The symptoms of addiction to marijuana are similar to those of any other addictive substance. The symptoms of marijuana withdrawal are similar to those of other drugs and include irritability, anger, depression, insomnia, drug craving, and decreased appetite. The negative physical, psychological, and social effects of marijuana are numerous. While most individuals with marijuana abuse or dependence are treated on an outpatient basis, admission to both outpatient and inpatient treatment programs for marijuana addiction has increased over the years. Behavioral and family-based treatments have been found to be effective for marijuana abuse and addiction. There is as yet no medication that has yet been shown to be a clearly effective treatment of marijuana use disorders. In the early 1990s, the man who first identified, and synthesized, THC, Dr. Raphael Mekulam, discovered a neurotransmitter called anandamide, appearing to produce a heightened sense of joy and happiness. Anandamide has been called the bliss molecule. In fact, 
The term anandamide comes from the Sanskrit word ananda, which means joy or bliss. It turns out anandamide is responsible for much more than happiness. Anandamide also plays important roles in memory, motivation, movement, pain, appetite, fertility, even potentially inhibiting cancer cell proliferation. But it's because of its role in neurogenesis the formation of new nerve cells that anandamide is also an anti-anxiety and antidepressant agent. Unfortunately, like other neurotransmitters, anandamide quickly breaks down in the body, so it doesn't create a perpetual state of bliss. Bummer. Users also report altered perceptions of distance and time along with a heightened sensitivity to sights and sounds. Effects can vary from person to person and can differ with each use. While some users may experience lowered inhibitions, drowsiness, and contentment, others may feel great anxiety and paranoia. And depending upon the user and setting, the effects and categorization of marijuana can vary from a stimulant to a depressant to a hallucinogen. Any of these effects can begin within a few minutes after inhaling, and can last two to three hours after initial intoxication. Because anandamide is an endocannabinoid, endo means within, as in within the body, it has a phytocannabinoid twin, phyto means of the plant. So anandamide is naturally occurring in the body, while THC, of course, is found in cannabis. Both of these cannabinoids demonstrate a strong affinity for binding to the endocannabinoid system's receptors, CB1 and CB2. However, it's the binding to CB1 that produces euphoric effects. Given that THC and anandamide share similar properties, consuming cannabis can produce similar effects. When you ingest cannabis by smoking or vaping, within seconds THC hits your brain and goes to town on your brain's neurons. Like a key in a lock, once a neurotransmitter binds to or fits in the correct receptor, it signals to your body to do something. In this case, it creates that sense of bliss. Notably, chocolate, yoga, and running also affect anandamide, so you can get a similar high albeit less powerful from these activities as well, think runner's high. However, while cannabis seems to have a calming, pleasant effect on most consumers, one out of five people have the opposite reaction. A naturally occurring enzyme called FA, fatty acid amide hydrolase, deactivates anandamide, and some individuals are genetically predisposed to producing less FA. As such, in these people anandamide doesn't break down the same way, so they are naturally more relaxed. When they consume cannabis, they experience a paradox effect, and in fact actually become anxious. Predictably, they're also less likely to enjoy, or consume, cannabis. Further, we know THC has a biphasic effect, meaning low and high doses can elicit opposite reactions in people. So while consuming just the right amount of THC can make you feel good, too much of it can be a bad thing, inducing anxiety and discomfort. Nonetheless, for the majority of people, as long as they don't consume too much, cannabis produces the sense of calm and peace they so appreciate. The main active chemical in marijuana is THC, delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol. The membranes of certain nerve cells in the brain contain protein receptors that bind to THC. Once securely in place, THC kicks off a series of cellular reactions that ultimately lead to the high that users experience when they smoke marijuana. As THC enters the brain, 
it causes a user to feel euphoric or high by acting in the brain's reward system, areas of the brain that respond to stimuli such as food and drink as well as most drugs of abuse. THC activates the reward system in the same way that nearly all drugs of abuse do, by stimulating brain cells to release the chemical dopamine. Does marijuana boost creativity, or are creative people drawn to marijuana more than others? A new study published in the journal Consciousness and Cognition suggests the latter. The results showed that pot smokers, sober at the time, outperformed non-smokers at one of the two tests researchers used to measure creativity and that the difference in creativity is most likely due to personality traits rather than pot itself? What's causing stoners to excel in this dimension of creativity? It's mainly a personality trait called openness to experience. The researcher suggested. While mainstream media has propagated the idea that cannabis expands the mind and enhances creativity, our results show that the link between cannabis and creativity is largely a spurious correlation driven by differences in personality, that is, openness to experience, that are related to both cannabis use and augmented creativity. Looking beyond the scientific literature and into first-hand accounts, many artists claim marijuana plays a key role in their creative process. Alanis Morissette said smoking pot was a great way to get clarity and new perspectives when writing songs. Steve Jobs claimed smoking pot made him feel relaxed and creative. And comedian George Carlin deemed weed a value-changing drug that could open up doors of perception, as Alex Xagothard notes in her article for Artsy. What symptoms may indicate that smoking marijuana is affecting your lungs? Marijuana smoke, like tobacco, causes coughing, increased sputum, phlegm, and wheezing. Also, Marijuana can cause shortness of breath and swelling in your throat. When you stop smoking, you can expect your symptoms to improve and possibly go away completely. Roger Kieserling, 